Welcome to episode 203 of the S&D Podcast Show. Steven's here, Vin is here, and Danny's here. What's going on, boys? Not much. What's going on? Everyone is here. And that's a good thing. <laughs> you said that Do so you weirdly. Right? Yeah, why'd you say that so weird? Because we're all here, and that's, I mean, life comes at you quick, guys. I, I don't... Vin, did you <laughs> smoke some nice uh, weed before the show? Um, I don't know. What is happening? What, what is... <laughs> that was very weird. He's... I went to the movies today, and the movie was very, like, inspirational. And, what like, movie light. did you see? The Greatest Show. Oh, wow. Good things. Look at you. First off, Hugh Jackman, Hugh Jackman I... and, and Zac Efron on the scene. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> the, two, the two of them together singing, that's a problem. They are a dynamic duo, let me tell you. <laughs> Look at Vin all cultured. I'm, that's Never... a good... Listen, it was a good movie. It looks it. I'm a musical guy. Yeah, he yeah, is. Look at you. I like music. Anyway, just right off the bat, into left field. We're back. Speaking of left fielders that won't be beat. traded, right? <laughs> we could have Vin go on a rant uh, now about left outfielders who... A the glorified cardboard <laughs> cutout. He doesn't swing, so they like him. I don't get it. Oh, they did compare him to Mike Stanton, uh, Gene Carlo Stanton, when he made the deal earlier in the offseason. So, oh, yeah, I forgot. That's the reason they didn't trade for Stanton. Genius! <laughs> this show was just off to a rousing start. Let's just state for the record right now that we got our old Spanish guy on the team in honor of Omar Minaya returning. Right. But let's also state... That even though our show is off to a crazy start, we are not going to call the cops like apparently somebody <laughs> did in L.A. What? Yeah, NBA. The cops had to come. Oh, the, no, the they space. said it was all false. Didn't you read the reports today? Jeez, Vin. Uh, no, all I saw was the video of Shaq laughing for an hour yeah. and a half that the cops and were Barkley. Yeah. Yes. And the uh, great... Uh, no, they had uh, part of my take had uh, Blake Griffin on, and they did a perfect way of uh, hiding the story without telling it fully, but had their own unique way of having him interview about it, which was pretty funny. If you didn't listen to it today, I definitely recommend that part. Yes, I, I didn't. Are I they on gotta... the uh, Are they on the channel, or are they just still a podcast? Uh, Do they have a time Big slot? Cat ha- Big Cat has his own time slot with Carabas and uh, Roan for mm-hmm. like. Five to six, six to seven. Yeah. They're still Something. working out the like the full schedule. Like like PMT is gonna pop in anytime, and I'm sure Hank will too. So right. Yeah. Anyway. Right. They they like had they were saying they had like a tentative schedule set, but like. So when was that? Yeah, yesterday but... when I was listening, I was saying to you guys like I thought it was started already because I thought it was like Monday that it was supposed to start, but. No, for some reason it was too. It was very strange that it was. It was today. Yeah, four hours of Pat McAfee. I'm not complaining. <laughs> That's right. Because you could just use every the day. App and, now you just use the app and just listen to them all day. Yeah. <laughs> well, he was on for four hours today, but he he's only not going to be on the uh, their Heartland Radio part of it. He's, he's not going to be on the, on the Heartland part. Yeah. Okay. I'm sure he'll pop in whenever. If he ate en- enough edibles that day. Right. He could just walk in and be like, here, I'm here. <laughs> yep. Basically what, he, basically what he did today. So, 
we got that going on. We got what else we got going on? Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, SoundCloud, yes. iTunes, Google Play, all their podcast apps. SNDblog.com. Got some great stuff coming up, I'm sure. Uh, what else? What else? What else we got going on? Oh, the Giants technically, the Giants didn't technically name them yet, but I don't believe it until it actually happens. But Pat Shermer might be the Giants' new head coach. Uh, so that's uh, meh. Hopefully, hopefully the Vikings uh, play the next two weeks and score 50 points and make the Giants look good. My no, take on that. Packers have a completely new everything. Excuse me, before Vin continues. Dan, we're firing the guy Monday morning if he doesn't beat the Eagles. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're already downhill, bro. You you lost the Eagles. Oh, like. right. <laughs> Yeah. About that. He's probably going to lose to the Eagles. <laughs> yeah, about that. Hopefully he doesn't have another miracle 61-yard touchdown up his ass. I hope he has three of them up his ass, actually. That well, worked. yeah, but I mean, I mean, hopefully they dominate. Like, you know what I mean? That took literally 48 hours for me to stop being shocked about. Like, I just thought about it the next day, and I was like, how the hell did that happen? That poor, that poor saint, man. Like, oh, literally man. anything could have... Nothing worse could have happened with that. He was having such a good rookie year, too. Like, people were and talking he that a, he should be he in the discussion for rookie yeah, of the year. Yeah, he turned the game around with the interception. Like, honestly, I would have rather him get the pass interference, even though he wasn't going to. It was just well, if he badly hit, if he hit him early and out. got the pass interference and he drops it, figure there's three seconds and the ball there. So they still had to, they still had to throw the ball again. Yeah, there was no time. For, there was no. They were not in field goal range. If he caught, the I ball. think they would have had a shot from where he. They would have had a shot from a deep range field goal. It would have been like sixty-five if they kick a field goal from there. I, oh yeah, it would. It would have been absurd, but it's just, I, I oh. think it was about the thirty-five yard line. So it would have been like a fifty-six, fifty-seven. Hold on, I'm looking right now, Keenum. Yeah, it was about the thirty-four when he came down with the ball. Yeah, so that's like. Right, you add 17. So that's like a 52-yarder. That's a 51-52. He made 54 right. 10 so, minutes earlier than that. Right, but that the thing is, if he just stands there and grabs him and keeps him in bounds, then the game's over. Right, let him. Like, just don't, don't flick the hit stick and you would have won right. the game. Exactly. But, uh, you know... Uh, but let's also think about this. Now we're going into an NFC Championship game of the two most unluckiest teams in in the NFL. Like, yeah, I know. Two- <laughs> it's going to be uh, the world's going to end kind of game. That no, you take the game. No, you take the game. No, you take the game. I hope the final. But is like on, honestly, though, six seven, three, six three. Uh, I'm not, allegedly, I would assume that Steve Sarkeesian was drunk again. Uh, that final drive against the Eagles uh, on Saturday. He's drunk. Oh my! Amy coaches. Oh my God! <laughs> that final drive was just. Are Are you kidding me? The shovel pass was my favorite. That's what are you, what are you doing? <laughs> Come on! There's going to be no. I want to know who in their right mind grew and up the Steeler re- play on Sunday when Roethlisberger ran and then laterals it to Le'Veon. Yeah, that play was so weird <laughs> that it was just like 
something has to be wrong. And then, <laughs> and they went, then went to go Nicole review. Was it. Like, actually, that was a lateral. And I was like, oh shit, you're right. It was a lateral. <laughs> and then he tried to do that like three more times throughout the game. They basically ran the option with Big Ben. And then, like, just a lot of confusion and stupidness this weekend. And oh my god, challenges up the ass. It was just Nobody, the Eagle game by went, it itself. Like... There's. It looks like everybody went to the Mike McCarthy School of Challenges this weekend. Oh, oh well, I had to do it. Payton was ridiculous, and then uh, the Saturday was the referees challenging. Like Can there we... was three in the second quarter. <laughs> I know you guys were both at work or whatever, and like there was one that Foles um, fumbled the ball, and he picked it up and he like dove. He was clearly not in the end zone. They called it a touchdown. So that was 10 minutes of wasting time when you could see it with your own two eyes that he was nowhere near the end zone. And I forgot the other two plays, which were crazy, that weren't needed to be overturned as well. So, But what would be better than on Sunday? I'm not saying I want this to happen, of course. Knock on wood. Case Keenum gets hurt and Sam Bradford leads the Vikings to victory. No, God, please, no. Teddy Bridgewater. (laughs) Teddy Bridgewater doesn't get dressed. I know. Um, Teddy. Well, we're going to talk gloves. more about. Hey, Bridgewater is going to be a jet. The we're going to talk about more football stuff later on. So. Wait, the best challenge was Belichick up thirty-five-seven challenge. <laughs> I was like, "You son of a bitch!" That was the easiest. That was the easiest bet of all the games last week. Oh, by far. <laughs> uh, and hey, look at the Jaguars. They're only like plus seven. I'm not touching. <sighs> not touching the Jaguars. Jag- Jaguars are going to win the game by thirty points. Not touching it. Jaguars are going to come you, out and. Dominate. You imagine that? I would love it so much. Just like everybody expected, Blake Bortles versus either Case Keenum or Nick Foles in the Super Bowl. Worst watched, <laughs> least watched Super Bowl of all time, and then everybody's going to blame it on uh, the political political oh. situation when it will have nothing to do with it. Exactly. So, exactly. Did you see the thing that it's like Brady's been to like 77% of the Super Bowls that he's had the chance to go to while Blake Bortles has like a 59% career completion percentage. No, I didn't <laughs> and everyone's like, Brady has a better chance of going to the Super Bowl every year than Blake Bortles has of completing a pass. <laughs> I just... The... Not even the Super Bowl numbers. It's the Brady AFC Championship game. Like, yeah, that's seven years in a row, and then plus all the other. Watching LeBron. Yeah, and it's just so. Well, at least Brady wins. Annoying. Well, yeah. Well, anyway, speaking of LeBron in the NBA, it's been a little bit of uh, a fun time going on this uh, this week. Uh, Is it though? It, everyone thinks they're going to be competing in the Royal Rumble in two weeks, so they're all getting ready. Correct. So, with that being said, let's uh, let's go into our lead off. Leading off. All right, so we're back with the lead off. Uh, we're gonna get into the rocker rockets rockers rockers rockets clippers. Shawn, Mike, Shawn Michaels and Marty Janetti. Yeah, let's yes. <laughs> Finn's probably so young that he has no idea what to, who they. Finn didn't who watch that, wrestling that in the early early nineties. I am aware of who Marty Janetti is, but I wasn't watching. He's not wrestling. the race car driver, Finn. I'm no, I'm aware that he was. Okay, listen. First of all, shut up. Second of all, this was it was one of the weirdest story. It was it was like Ocean's Five or I don't know whatever. However many people went, 
They sent the guy to the front door to distract everybody, and then Chris <laughs> Paul took everybody around the secret <laughs> entrance because he knows the building, so that Trevor Ariza can beat people up. Like I don't <laughs> want it happening. Just saying it out loud. You're laughing. You're laughing because it's just so goddamn bizarre. I. I Does what, anybody know what happened during the game? Because okay, that all got. They, I got lost got, in what was going on. Got, it got a little testy. It got testy. Somebody ripped somebody's Under Armour. D'Antoni told Ooh. Blake Griffin to go fuck himself. Isn't D'Antoni his coach? No, no he's the Rocket coach. Oh. I don't even know where D'Antoni coaches in. Right. Is so, is Ta- is what's his name still coaching? Doc still coaching out there in LA? Yeah. Yes. yes. Unfortunately, that's yes. the other thing. Is that that's the reason hates it's Austin, Austin Rivers. Rivers. Right, exactly. Yeah, he's they a very punchable guy, and they wanted to punch his lights out. He doesn't play, and he just screams from the bench. So they were like, "We have to go beat up Austin Rivers." Yeah, he wasn't even dressed. That's the crazy yeah. part of this. So I, I, I guess I don't. I, this we're just leading this off with what the absolute hell. What is it about the NBA that this kind of things have? The NBA is like the like, I don't know, the real world. I guess it's a it's a re- literally a reality show. Yeah. yeah. Well, the NBA sucks. Let's just let's just talk about how but bad the NBA is. But it's entertaining. Like, but is it like though? this is like exciting. That was funny. What was funny? This was funny. I'm saying. Yeah. It's it's like it's getting people to actually wanna pay attention a little bit like i want to see the next time the rockets and clippers play each other like right that's now must see tv and also apparently there was something that happened in the uh it was the game last yeah the, yeah it was the magic game i don't know if Hollow ex nick legend uh got got angry with one of the players i forgot who they were playing he the guy just gave him a headlock and it ended that so there was nothing more to that you know if you search aaron afalo the next thing that comes up is his wife Ah, who's his wife? Um, I don't know. Well, they played the T Wolves last night, but let's find out who. Thank you. Okay. I don't know who she is, but hello. Speaking of wives, there's a new love life in my quarterback's life. Danica. Apparently, uh, according to this, um, his wife is the same is the same girl who's married Gabrielle Union, who's married to D Wade. So this is wrong. Okay. Yeah, that's (laughs) sweet. I like it. Um, bit of a downgrade for Rogers. I'm gonna be honest. But... She was on Rogan, but she's by the less, way. But Vincent. she's less crazy, right? So. Exactly. You're on the point with that. She's definitely less crazy. Maybe he'll get his head back in the game. And she's into healing crystals. If you watched, if you listened to part of my take. Also, honestly, honestly though, I would take the less. I would take Danica over Olivia Munn just right. for the less. There's crazy also an back. hour in change Rogan podcast with Patrick on it. By the way, that just came out today. Oh, does he ask her about it? Oh, I don't know. I haven't. I haven't downloaded it. I saw it, and I'm like, oh, she has a book. Oh, oh, so this is why she. Oh, goddamn it! She's using him for a book. Goddamn mm-hmm. it! This son of a bitch. She's good. Let me tell Sucky you. Sucky best. And guess what? And maybe she's, she's, using him she's for good no longer currency. a Bears fan. Ben. She changed her allegiances. She was a Bears fan. That's the rumor that was going Get on. Get her the F out. Oh, there's a God. game plan in her box. Oh, this son of a bitch. Oh, my Mitchell. God. This is one of the better leadoffs so, of all time. Like, I'm so annoyed. We don't care about the NBA other than the Knicks. What? So, 
Damn, Nick's wrong right now. Now I'm gonna be every. Oh my god. She's got a game plan. She wants this advertisement for books. Wants a cheap book insurance. Cheap insurance on her house from State Farm. And she wants the dog. I'm sure everybody wants the goddamn dog. Hey Vin, the the monsters of the midway is uh has a lot of real estate in that head of yours I right now, huh? I listen. They are. I'm in their back pocket, as as some like to say. I would moment, I would assume that. I'm afraid at this moment of I don't know, I'm afraid of Mitch Trubisky. This is where we're at right now. Oh, you, you got knocked this, off because of this witch, this sorcery. Mitch Trubisky's going to throw for 400 yards against you next year. Next year. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully Aaron Rodgers. At the end of the day, hopefully Aaron Rodgers re- gets reunited with this what family. What happened to the tennis chick that he was dating like six months ago? That was the rebound, oh. Vincent. Pay attention. God damn it. Can't you just find a somebody we never heard of? No offense. Oh goodness! Just go date the butcher's wife or something. I don't know. They're all the butcher in, in Green Bay, Wisconsin. That's what I'm saying. Just go pick one. <laughs> it's hard to pick one of them. Oh Jesus! Anyway, so with that being said, I think we're good for the leadoff. Like, okay. Yeah, the NBA oh. sucks at the end. Of the day. <laughs> Thank God for fighting in the NBA, or nobody would ever even talk about it. Right, exactly. Okay, what is Seth Lugo? Is that? Oh, never mind. That's not Seth Lugo. Never mind that. I thought Seth Lugo was posting point star photos on Instagram. Anyway, with <laughs> that being said, now that would be interesting. <laughs> um. Let's go play more through it all, because we just went through it all. And we'll come right back with some uh, football. All right, welcome back to the SMB Podcast. You just listened to Through It All. Um, what a division weekend it was. Uh, we'll start off, obviously, in order. We're going to go with the Eagles-Falcons game. It was... Uh, I took the over. Obviously, I lost that. But I had the Eagles, so they covered and won. So that was fun. Uh, but it was really just a sloppy game. Uh, the first couple of throws, uh, Nick Foles was lucky to have uh, two PIs against against the Falcons. He, he was throwing ducks. He settled in, and then they just couldn't handle a, a, a die and blunt. And they just had the lead for the rest of the game. The Falcons just looked... Blah. They just like they looked the whole season, and the Eagles found a way to win. And those that final drive was the epitome of the Falcons' offense this whole entire season, with random plays, not using the whole field, and not getting the ball to your star wide receiver. Um, that's pretty much what it summed up to be. And if they got to figure out a way to get Julio Jones the ball more, uh, it's just not not acceptable. Because obviously, if they were able to find Julio Jones in the end zone, it, they would have been onto this week against the uh, Vikings. But good for the Eagles; they played well. Nick Foles didn't did a great job managing the game after that. Like I said, that slump early on. But it's their de- their offense and defensive line are going to carry them as far as they can possibly go. So it's going to be interesting to see how they handle the uh, Vikings front front seven. But it's at home in Philly, so you all know the Philly crowd, especially for an NFC championship game. Hopefully, 
this is another sad NFC Championship game for. And Eagles. they're also telling the fans to wear dog masks, but break, take them off before walking through security. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. So there's that. It's always a good time. Um, the Eagles, it, the defense is kind of scary, to be honest. They have. A, they always have been. Yeah, they they always have been. There, there's, I don't know, maybe the. Uh, the fact that Fletcher Cox slept with someone's wife. Whose wife did he sleep with? Wasn't he one of the Jaguar players? I don't remember. <laughs> well, that's, that's, you get into NBA drama now. <laughs> no, Fletcher Cox did something stupid. Uh, okay, maybe he did. Scandal. Uh, yeah, I I don't know. Yeah, Saturday compared to Sunday was not even close well, in that you, fun. You, you mentioned... The, the Falcons. Oh, first of all, Steve Scar- Sarkeesian is just terrible. I'm sorry. I don't care. What oh, he, say? oh, he slept with some random North Carolina guy's wife. Okay. okay. Um, <laughs> Julio Jones. This is according to an article that was written six hours ago. Julio Jones uh, had six catches on 21 targets in the red zone this past season. That is... Absolutely unacceptable. I heard the last drive for the Falcons on the radio. And there was about a minute and change left when they got into the red zone. And I'm like, oh shit, they're going to score and they're going to win this game. And then they said on the radio that the Falcons are like 10% 10 to like 15% in the red zone scoring touchdowns. And I'm like, are you, are you, are you serious right now? Like... They have two of the best running backs in the league and Julio Jones, and they're like 10 to 15% on scoring touchdowns? The last play of the game, they ran a rollout. With they had a rollout on the being. short end of the field. It made absolutely no sense. I, Wouldn't you want your MVP caliber quarterback, find your top three wide receiver with more of the open field than rolling out to the short side of the field? That made no sense to me. You gave, you gave Julio Jones pretty legit nowhere to go. I mean, it didn't help that he fell, but... Well, I mean, it didn't help me that he fell, obviously, but... There's not much you can do about that. It was, it was just a clusterfuck. It was, it was just like, what are you doing? Seriously, what are you doing? It, it was just... You just scratch your head. Like, yeah. all right, great. Like, you, you you don't deserve to win after. Obviously, granted, that was the final drive, but... I'm glad you didn't win kind of thing, because you didn't deserve to, with that stupidity of an offensive drive at the end of the game. And then the last, the second game, it was the Patriots. We knew it was going to yeah, happen. Yeah, the first drive with the Titans, everybody was like, ooh, okay. Someone actually thought the, that when the Titans scored that they were going to win the game. Tony Romo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Tony Romo. Uh, no, but honestly, it was one of those, oh, okay, so, okay. The, the Titans threw the first punch. Fine, cool. Maybe maybe I'll get to watch this game after halftime. But Yeah, ex- exactly. But no, no avail. Nope. Oh, by the way, how how crazy was that 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 they got the kickoff with one second left with the timeout? Oh, it was such a hometown call on the clock on that. That was so and crazy. The league, and the league came out and said, "Yeah, we control the clock in the playoffs." Yeah, that was that was that was uh, wizardry on that one. <laughs> it's like, are you kidding me? Yeah, like I, every other team that would have gone to zero and it would have been right. like, all right, halftime. Yeah, it's, I don't know, I, I, yeah, 
Like, because they yeah, needed they're... the points anyway, so it's okay. Yeah, they're they're a well-oiled machine. That's for sure. Um, that's all about that game, pretty much. <laughs> Patriots are the Patriots, and division games, other than the, that one random jet game. Uh, <laughs> can't wait. <laughs> yeah, other than the can't wait game, they they blow everybody out, basically. Uh, on to the the biggest upset. Well, biggest upset of the weekend was the Jacksonville Jaguars, who destroyed. Well, didn't say. Well, they did have a twenty-one nothing lead before the Steelers woke up. Uh, the Steelers. I, I we said it last week. The Steelers were just overlooking them, and that's recipe recipe for disaster. Ten out of ten times. They were already and, talking about beating the Patriots. That, that was a recipe of just... Uh, they were talking about beating the Patriots in, like, November. It's uh, just... It, it was just well, If you typical... looked at the AFC, though, if you looked at the AFC, it should be them two playing each other. At the end of the it, day, it should be two, the two of them. Well, they that's their, that's the that's why Tomlin should have the consideration of getting fired. I know he doesn't. He's not going to, and he doesn't deserve it. But if Apparently, the owners fired, want him out. It's... Well, the partial owners, not the Roonies, so... Yeah, yeah, that's... So, but, like, just for that alone, like... It's like, come on, man. You guys are... Come on. Ben, ben had a good game other than that one pick six, so... Well, they... Did you see pick, some, but... some... Did you see... Some bakery in Jacksonville sent seven turnovers? Yeah. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> seven turnovers. <laughs> They, to the Steelers, they, they lost their best defensive player, you know, a month ago, and it, they couldn't recover. And it just that, that's a defense. They didn't lose the player. best defensive. Oh, Scherzer. Okay, I was gonna yeah, say. She, yeah, I was gonna but say. He's just not that, didn't play. He's not that good. That obviously he, is. he was that's having an. They were told. There were. There was a thing the other day that if he doesn't get hurt. He could have been an MVP candidate. This he's. Season. I think he's. He is a he's game good. changing player. He's he's good, obviously, but that's no excuse, man. If you if they honestly if they didn't overlook them, they would have had a good they they would have beaten them. That's just a poor job on the, the the team itself, not getting crazy over the Patriots. Like that's that's their that's that was a epic fail on their on their part. And next year, hopefully they learn. But this is something they've done the last couple of years. Of whenever they lose, it's because of something crazy and dumb. Well, yeah, the point you made about Tomlin, Tomlin's teams are always on the undisciplined side, and overlooking a team is an undisciplined thing to do. Oh, it's that. That's, well, the that's Jaguars are also looking past the Patriots. I don't think that's true at all. That was a that was a pep rally. Most of outrageous things are always said at a pep pep rally. So they said they're going to take that with Blake Blake Bortles is not tall enough to look past anyone. Well, he's talking about Ramsey. They had a pep rally. Ramsey and Fournette were talking about it. Oh, great! Yeah, wonderful. Yeah, I saw an article today that that suggested that Ramsey should get in a fight with Gronk and just get them both injected. Where did but? I don't. That's what it said. It said. Is that who Ramsey? Is that who Ramsey goes up against? I don't know. It no. said who? Um, who would it, who would benefit more from Ram from uh, the Jags or the Pats if Ramsey got into a fight with Gronk? Obviously the Pats because the 
they will still find ways to get uh, Edelman, not Edelman, Amendola, Hogan, Cooks, and their stable running backs ways to get to the game. So losing one of your, obviously the one half of your awesome cornerbacks would be a dumb idea. Yeah, I don't. People just say stupid things on Twitter. <laughs> of course, yeah. That that's a dumb Twitter tweet. I I don't know. I'm not. And then so who guards the Jack, who guards him? Who guards Gronk? Miles Jack. Yeah, probably. Miles Jack or um, what's his face? The other linebacker. Um, Smith. Was it Smith who had the pick six on? Yeah, Telvin yeah. Smith. Yeah, Telvin Smith. Smith. Thank you. He was one of those guys they brought over from like. Isn't that Steve Smith's brother? No, that's Malcolm Smith. Oh, yeah, he's in... Where did he go? He went somewhere big last year. Wasn't he with the Raiders? No, I think you're thinking of... Uh... Oh, yeah, he is with the Raiders. Malcolm Smith and Bruce Irvin. The two of them signed with the Raiders. Uh, right, okay. Oh, and Smith got right. cut. He's a Niner. Okay. Alden Smith, okay. No, Malcolm Smith is a Raider. Oh, all uh, right, that's what I was thinking. Malcolm Smith. He was a Raider. He was Seahawks Raiders till last year. That during the offseason signed with the Niners. Right. Didn't play. Oh, he signed. Right. So he made some money off of his MVP. Oh, he tore his pec in the offseason after signing a five-year, twenty-six and a half million contract. That's dumb. Man. So yeah, there's uh, that. Anyway, so now the game of the week. The game yeah, the that from last weekend was that Crazy. was the game was over at why, halftime. That was why you watched the games, and I'm happy I watched it through. And it was just one of those, oh man. And I I wanted the Saints to win. Just I liked the Saints the whole entire year because of having Ingram on my team. So, so I like I went to, I went to have dinner right before half, and my dad's like, "The Saints better put up some points. Put up some points soon, or this is going to be a snore fest." And I remember I went to go watch something else. I was like, this is Snorfest, who cares? And I turned on, it's like 17-7, I'm like... Yeah, I, no. I, I just had a feeling Case was going to throw, give up a pick. He throws a pick, they make a play on special teams, and they make everything interesting. And then then it was just chaos. It was just pure chaos. Both teams find a way to drive down the field. Um, for whatever reason, a lot of two dumb challenges by uh, Peyton. And then the onside kick. People were arguing it was too early, and then they scored. Then the Saints scored again, and then all chaos that everybody I, knows what happened with the Minnesota Miracle. I have to give um, Mike Zimmer credit because on the third down play, the one that was the uh, incomplete pass, no, the complete pass that they that. Got challenged or got re- got reviewed. It was a completed pass. Um, that made it, no. Not third, I'm not a third down. Second down. He called the timeout, and I was like, "You're stopping the clock for them. What are you doing?" I it made a lot of sense because then he he used both his timeouts and preserved the clock to ha- give himself 30 seconds, and it obviously ended up working out in the end. But so, so basically, this is how the night I, I went. Vin and I texted each other and goes, too much time for an MVP caliber quarterback. And, of course, I brought up the the game at MetLife Stadium where the Giants tied the game against the Packers and gave Rodgers 58 seconds to march down the field. Like, you don't do that. You gave Breeze a minute and a half. It was like a minute and change. I'm like, there's too much time on the clock. This this happened to me before. I know what this is like. 
Yeah, I think everybody. Like, everybody has seen it because it's right. the NFL nowadays. And right. then, and then we text each other like Monday or Tuesday, and I'm like, you know, we talked about Breeze having all that time. We talked about Case Kingdom having 25 seconds. And I kept, I'm like, my dad and I are watching the game, and he's like, oh, it's over. I'm like, I don't think it's over. And he's like, this isn't. He he literally said he goes, this isn't Rogers. I was like, <laughs> I, I I don't. I, you never know what could happen. And then, lo and behold. Stefan Diggs, and then that's that was like it's like the Buckner play. It's just like get, you also like to... all the unimaginable things to happen for them to pull out a win, and it's just like holy crap, it happens. It's just like you're just you're just stunned. Right, right, right. And you got to give Diggs a lot of credit too, because he had the whereabouts to just go. Right, instead how of going pl- out of bounds. How many players would have just been like, oh, shit, we're in field goal. I made the game. Get, out of, get out of bounds right away so right. we could kick a field goal. He I, went. It had to be weird. You kind of saw it in his reaction. Like, he turned up field and he was like, there's supposed to be somebody in front of me. <laughs> but there's no one here. Right, he hesitated. Like, you see him. So it's just thank, thank God he had enough room to not step out of bounds. Oh, if he would have stepped out of bounds. If he would have been out of bounds. Well, no, there was just, it was so close to the uh, the. If he would have stepped out and like, but they called it a touchdown and then they had to go back and look, oh my god, that would have been such been... a shit show. <laughs> I said that to oh, you, yeah. Vin. I'm like, they're in the middle right. of reviewing this. <laughs> like, can you imagine they go back? Yeah, it was complete madness. Imagine he turned and he like put the ball on the ground with one hand. Oh my god. And it wasn't a catch. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a catch. Oh my oh. god. That would have been ideal. That would have been Minnesota Viking, uh, another notch in some Minnesota Viking oh. awful ways of ending. They would have, need, the they would have needed a new stadium. That's There's gonna no be the, way the, that stadium stays intact. If that's going to be the best part of this game is who makes that stupid play. Because like we said, both franchises are pretty much cursed. So one of them is going to make a, a dumb, extremely dumb play. I have to. Yeah, sorry. Well, and it's going to be 60 about... degrees. Like, what? Which is, yeah, I don't. I don't <sighs> this weather is nuts, man. It's going to be 60 degrees this weekend. I looked up Philadelphia for Sunday. Um, Let me see if it's still here. Hold on. And, like, it's like it's snowing in North Carolina, and they're, like, they're freaking out, apparently, even though it's barely snowing. Yeah. So, Sunday's weather report for Philadelphia is 51 degrees it's... throughout the day. And then about 36 at night with a light do, wind. Do they have the 3 o'clock game or they have the, they the, have the later six. game? They oh, have the 640, six. yeah. Okay. Uh, but let's let's get to the championship games. It's, you know it's going to be... Ho- North Dakota. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully both games are up to the billing that should hopefully be. We're a little... Ner- Defense obviously wins championships, but the Patriots are the Patriots... So um, it's going to be interesting seeing how the Jaguars actually play in this huge spotlight. 45 degrees and then turns into 30 by the time the game ends in, in Boston. Okay. Still not terrible. It's gonna be, no, that's that's nice weather for right now. Right. Um, I, I don't do the, see do the anybody Patriots, beat the Patriots. Do the Patriots? Yeah, I don't see it either. And I think the Patriots are going to probably cover. But they have... What, was it seven? Uh, seven, in my seven pool, and a half. it was seven and a half. Okay. They're going to have to play the second half. That's my prediction. Like, it's going to at least be... 
you know, in in you know, striking distance. Yeah, because their defense is gonna disrupt Brady, and we all seen that song and a dance. I would just love Blake Bortles to to have a day. I think he had that day last week. I'll be honest with you. And it wasn't even that he only threw one touchdown. <laughs> but he was able to air it out, and he was um, able to do his thing. He's gonna have to because you know the Patriots take away one thing, they're gonna take away Fournette, and it, that's just what's gonna happen. Right. I mean, the pa- Belichick was like, "All right, here you go, Bortles. You beat me. Yeah, go for yeah. it." It's by the way, according I'm, as of right now, the if, bet if the SI line is to... minus nine. Wow. Oh, that's that could be a lot. I might take the points on that one, to be honest. But I. This is going to be well. The, the last game he made Mario tried to make Mario to beat him. Obviously, he couldn't. He's going to do this every game, you know. Regardless of who wins the NFC Championship game, he's going to make that guy beat him. So, I mean, if he's now got, he's going to run the same defense for three games in a row and have four weeks to prepare with it. I it just, I don't see anybody beating him overall, to be honest. Yeah. What do you think about the uh, NF- NFC? We, we've talked about this with, with Brady. He's winning another ring. What is this going to be, number six? This would be six, yeah. Six rings because he had to go through Marcus Mariota, Blake Bortles, and either Case Keenum or, or uh, Nick Foles. Right. Yeah. I think the Vikings will win just purely because I have more faith in Case Keenum. I think the rosters are very equally talented, but I have a lot more faith in Case Keenum than I do Nick Foles. Because, well, he's Nick Foles. They only scored one touchdown last week. Yeah. I trust the Viking defense more than I trust the, the Eagle defense in this situa- in this game. I feel like I feel like the Eagles rely a lot on their front. It's very similar to the Giants Super Bowl runs where they relied on the front of their defense. Mm-hmm. Where I feel like the Vikings rely on all of their defense. Right, they yeah, have I, they have a lean pass rushing team, but their cornerbacks are also very well, they good. Got, right. They have Xavier Rhodes. They have um, their their. I love their linebackers, and I hate facing them every. EJ uh, is it EJ Hendricks and uh, and Anthony Barr. I just yes. hate facing them every twice a year because it's just it's a pain in the ass. I like I said I like the Vikings. I like the Vikings defense better, and now that I think about it, I like their weapons better on offense. Like. Thielen and Diggs, that's, I mean, it's a good matchup with, like, um, uh, Jeffrey and, like, I guess Aguilar would be their second receiver. Aguilar and Torrey Smith. Yeah, yeah I, I yeah. like the, the Vikings' weapons better. Kyle Rudolph. Uh, the Eagles' running backs are probably better, and especially, well, we said it's going to be warm, but if it gets into a, a you know, a, a, a defensive game where they have to run the ball, I, I'd like uh, the combination of Ajay and Blunt better. But overall, I, I think the Vikings are a better team. I, I think this is their game. What's the spread on this, Steve? You still have it up? Uh, I was doing something. Hold on. I'll get it in a second. It'll be up in a second. Okay. Danny, what do you think? Honestly, I, I, I hate to three. say it. Minus three for the Vikings. Underdogs okay. again at home. I See, I, I hate saying it. I hate 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 it. Uh, we've seen the Eagles all season long. I know Wince was obviously the key factor to that, but something about them all season long, it's just 
I think they're gonna pull another game out of their box. Oh, here's here's an interesting thing. And 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 the reason why I say that is obviously I love I love I love the Vikings this year. I really do. The story of them with Case Keenum is phenomenal. But there's something about this Eagle team this year that they are a complete team, and them being home in Philly, it's just. And they're underdogs again, and you see how the whole city of Philly has taken that. So I, I hate that's just you can't mess with those kind of things. The interesting thing here is there's actually a, a gamble here for Super Bowl matchup possibilities. There's three options. Uh, so basically, you could put your money down now for a spread. So basically, if it's Jaguars Vikings, it's Vikings minus six. Jaguars Eagles is Jaguars minus two and a half. And Patriots Eagles is minus six and a half. There's no Viking Eagle, uh, Jaguar Eagle matchup <laughs> on the website. But Very strange. They don't even expect it to happen. So basically, right. And the only option here is Patriots Eagles. The only way the Patriots they're going this, to there's no Patriot Viking. Yeah, I don't know. That's weird. This playoff has put me in a weird position that I have like I'm almost rooting for my biggest rival. Because I hate the Patriots and the Eagles more, and it's like it's very strange, but I just hate Philly, and I hate. Uh, sometimes, me. sometimes no, it would be a lot easier. Do. It would be a lot easier when your rivalry wins. Well, here's the thing: the one the thing that makes it easier about like a, a rivalry for me with football is it's not local. Like I'm not in Green Bay where I have to deal with Viking fans somewhere, you know, in the area. I guess obviously, you know, you get what I'm saying. It's, right, 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 right. It's different, but I still I hate the Vikings more than I hate the Bears. I know we were talking about the Bears earlier. I hate the Vikings more than I hate the Bears, but I this is, seems like a very likable team, and I just hate the. But know, that but that's also similar to like in the major leagues. You know, we hate the Nationals now, but think about the '90s. We hated the Braves. Who cared about the Expos in the '90s? You know, yeah. Exactly. If, the, right. if the Bears were the better team than the Vikings, you'd be hating the Vi- You'd be hating it's, the Bears. That's exactly. The, that's why the Bears have never been good in my life. Like, well, that's, well, that's bullshit. That the is Bears. Bullshit, the Excuse Bears, me. They went to a Super Bowl. If you don't remember, the Bears and Packers have never been good. And the then remember, remember that AFC NFC Championship game. If, didn't they play in the uh, playoffs like two or three yes, years in a row? No. They only. They didn't. Okay. Yeah, you're lucky that uh, Jay Cutler got hurt. We always talk about this. In order for it to be a rivalry, the one team, the other team has to win. The Bears don't beat the Packers. Cutler never beat Rodgers. He beat them once, and it was because Rodgers got hurt. Oh, ever since, ever since Rodgers has taken over, because when when it was Favre, it was Bears. With Favre, it was it was slightly even, but like pretty much since like 2004. Well, that's still far, but like. 2005, since McCarthy got here, the Bears have not beaten the Packers. And like, that playoff game, obviously. But, like, you know, I don't hate them enough because they haven't beaten us. We beat them for the division almost every year. We beat them in the champ- that championship game. Well, Although they, they did go to that Super Bowl, but the Packers stunk that year. Well, also, don't forget, you also have, uh, like, six more years of Matt Stafford in Detroit. <laughs> well, yeah, that's the other thing. But they just, they, that's the thing. They I don't, don't care. Right, you don't have to beat them. They just beat themselves eventually. <laughs> right. Those are, they, do it them, they do it for you. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> it's, I never have to do it. Yeah, I don't know. 
I've, I've obviously I had Thielen as my other sleeper in my, our fantasy league. So obviously I watched the Vikings closely a lot this year. So obviously I would love to see them beat the Eagles in Philly. Nothing greater than I don't know. I just it's just that they're taking that underdog too extreme, which is rightfully so. Every other team in America would do that. I you should have named your and, team. and the and the way I I got my team name for next year. You should have named it feel. You should have named named it feeling it. Feeling feeling hot 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 is one of them. <laughs> uh, um, what's called it? Like I honestly, something something like the the way that the Vikings lost last week. That's like championship caliber. All right, they're gonna win. So it's gonna be a tough close game. But if you're gambling, I would take the Eagles with points. It's going to be a three-point game or less. I think – what do you guys think? I'm, t- I'm, th- I'm leaning toward the Vikings. And honestly, if you look at it, the Vikings, as good as the defense they are, they're, they're 100 times better at home with the, the, the dome situation. So – that's that was another factor into it as well. Obviously, uh, yeah. defense carries, but I, if you look at the the lines and everything, I hate. Right, I hate. It's tough to pass up on a home dog, but yeah. The over unders were interesting too. See if I can bring those back up real quick. I'm. Uh, I think it was thirty eight and a half. Really? For one of them, and like. 42 on the other one? That has to be for the, the Patriots uh, Jacks game. The 42 was the Patriots Jacks game. It had to be, yeah. Um, 46 and a half for the Engl- New England game, 38 and a half for the Philly game. Wow. I would lean toward the over in that Philly game. Yeah. But then again, I'm always wrong, so. So, but under it is. Just, yeah, like, like. Everything. I think I'm oh, life's, too, life's too short to pick the under. I'm two five and I'm two five and one. So who are we, who are we yeah. taking to replace John Gruden? Peyton Manning plus hundred, Steve Young plus two fifty, Matt Hasselback two fifty, Kurt Warner five hundred. He's an interesting one. I'm, I'm going. I'm going Hasselback. I I, I kind of I hope it's Peyton to be honest. Uh, Tebow. No. Some guy named Actually, Lewis Lewis Riddick. Tebow uh, would be good because then he'd be too busy yes. to do that and not he be able to go to camp. Not be able to play baseball. <laughs> Rex Ryan. Lewis Riddick oh was God. one of the interviewees for the Giants uh, GM job. It just dawned Rex on Ryan me plus that 900. I might see Tebow in spring training this year. You yeah, will. I'm going to throw him I forgot all about him. I'm going to throw something at him. <laughs> Yo, what no, would you, be better than I having to listen to Jay Cutler on, on ESPN? Oh, if they don't put Jay Cutler on ESPN, I, I will not watch the game. I will not do, watch. Do not, don't you dare disrespect SEC Jesus like that. Then. Jay Cutler? No. Oh, uh, Tim Tebow. Why is Joe Thomas on this list? He's not dead. <laughs> he didn't retire yet. I, when, when, when you sent us that, I was very interested. But I think Joe Thomas would be a good one. He just didn't. Well, he got hurt. Right. So he didn't hurt last year. He didn't retire yet, but he could, I guess. He is He's technically a Cleveland Brown. <laughs> he doesn't play. Just over. he, he could like play and then just go there on Mondays and be like, yeah, sure. <laughs> They're never. <laughs> they don't play on Mondays anyway. What's the difference? Right, exactly. <laughs> um, uh, 
And also, the odds <laughs> the Super Bowl have been adjusted. That Min- was lovely. Minus 125 for New England, mi- plus 150 for Minnesota, plus 500 for Philly, plus 650 for Jacksonville. So basically, you could walk away with 100 bucks if you put on, if you put 15 down on Jacksonville. Yeah, well, if they win. Right. Which... I have no. You win. You win six happen. and a half for every dollar on Jacksonville. Five for every on the Eagles. A dollar and chain. Dollar fifty for the Vikings and eighty cents for every dollar you put on the the Patriots. That's not awful though, to be honest. Eighty cents on a dollar. Like that's almost doubling your money on the just a pretty safe bet. <laughs> I do like all the future bets for Oakland is on here too. By the way. We're betting on the Raiders already? Raiders qualify for playoffs, yes or no. Regular win totals, oh. nine is the spread. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs, to be honest. It's, they're going to be, I think it's going to be a disaster. Position in the division is on here, and plus 2,000 to win the Super Bowl for next year. So you get 20 maybe bucks for every dollar. dollar. Maybe I'll put a dollar on that. <laughs> Imagine you win 20 bucks and you're like, what the fuck? God damn it, I could have put $300 on <laughs> <laughs> I do love. I mean, you guys know I love Carr, and we're on the same page on that. But I'm much Gurdon. I'm not even sure if he was a good coach in the first place. I'm very confused. He obviously was a good coach. He had rough breaks with the Raiders, obviously. But, but with like, the Bucks, he we had Dungy's team, but he he knew the Raiders' playbook, so they barely changed it. So it was great game planning out of him. He after the Super Bowl, he pretty much went to crap. He's he's very Jimmy Johnson like like he had a peak and he won his Super Bowl and then it like it ended Crash, very quickly yeah. and he was out. Yeah. So yeah. I don't like I'm interested to see how he does when he, now that he's back. Excuse me, that... we need to stop the presses. I'm very disappointed in both of you right now. Oh God. The Met Classic on SNY right now is the 2000 Cubs Mets from Japan. Oh, oh God. Benny, oh no, this is the one they lost, damn it. No, this is the one they win. Why, why would they show why, the why, one they lost on the classic? I don't know. So then Benny Agbayani hits a walk-off home run. In the extras. Yes, he does. Yes. Well, it's not a walk-off because it's a road game. Is it a road game? Yeah, because Joe Girardi's up in the bottom of the eighth inning. Oh, okay. Well, then he hits a home run at some point. And Mark Grace is standing on second. Mark Grace, man. Oh, sorry. It's one the of the most of underrated players ever. What's the, the Hall of Fame announcement? Coming up soon. soon. Yeah, a couple days. I've been seeing enough writers uh, sending me out ballots and telling us who they voted for. Some well, way, that's somehow, what they do now. Still be, some way, somehow, there'll still be some stupidity of votes. Like every There is... Day. I think there's a lot of guys... like. In the, I think they finally gave up, and a lot of them are voting for uh, Clemens and Bonds. And, like, Andrew Jones is getting tossed off the list this this year. Um, Johan Santana as well, unfortunately. Oh, the fact that the guy's well, even on the list at this point. Well, his he still career was... Well, nah, I guess not. But <laughs> with his career, the career he had with Minnesota and the two seasons, the two to three seasons we had with the Mets were... Too bad. Imagine if he got wins with those Mets teams. Remember that? I'll never forget. I, I think if like he doesn't get hurt, games. he's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, those those three games. Remember when the Mets didn't score a run for him, and he gave up like one run, one earned run that whole entire three game strand. Remember when and Daniel Mets... Murphy dropped that pop up in left field? 
Another, yeah. That was the first game he pitched. Wasn't that Pedro? No, that was Johan. Johan enough times. It was Johan, Josh Johnson. Right. That was like the future of the Mets. Mets, uh, Marlins. Um, so this is the quick, like, what's public so far voting. It looks like Tommy's getting in, Chipper, Vladdy, possibly Trevor Hoffman, possibly Edgar. And Mike Mussina is right on the edge, so that could that could be like five guys right there. Uh, honestly, All right, so let's uh, let's take a break, and we're gonna come back and talk about this a little bit more because this was our football segment. So let's take a little break. This is more Division One Point One, and we'll be right back to talk about the baseball hall. Welcome back to the SD Podcast Show. You were just listening to Through It All by Division One Point One. We're going to get into uh, a little more of the Baseball Hall of Fame talk that we started on last segment. Um, as we mentioned, there are a few first ballot guys that look like they are going to get in pretty much locks at this point. Jim Tomey and Chipper Jones are on. Uh, Chipper's on 98.5% of the already counted released ballots. Tommy is on 93.3. You only need 75 to get in. Um, I believe they say, like, once these drop, like, once the full things come out, usually these percentages that have dropped, like, I don't know, anywhere from 5 to 7% roughly. So those guys are pretty much locks. Um... Edgar I have an Martinez. interesting question about Tommy. Yes, go ahead. How, what does he go in as, position-wise? Um, first baseman. I would go first base, yes. He wasn't more of a DH than a first baseman? Um, I'm pulling up his stats as we speak. Because and... it makes you think about Edgar a little bit. But based on these what? numbers, Edgar's finally getting in. Right. Um, what is it? It's like 10 years on the ballot, and then you're off no matter what? Yes, 10 years on the ballot. So, so Tommy played Tommy played 813, 818 games as a DH and 1,106 as a first baseman. Also, 493 as a third baseman. So he's got vastly more games in the field than he does okay. as a DH. Um, okay. Fair enough. Figured I'd ask because it was one of those, like, which one would you consider it more of? Well, that's been a, a – I mean, this debate, I'm sure you guys – obviously, uh, the DH debate thing has been going on for too long now. Well, if Edgar gets in, then, then Poppy's in no matter what. Like, right. There's no well, doubt that, I, that Poppy I feel in. like that's a – this is like a preemptive thing. If Like, if you look at Edgar, 1,403 games is a DH, 564 at third base, and 28 at first base. So it's like it's not even close. He's so far and away at DH, and Poppy's the numbers are going to be even even more higher. Oh yeah. So, I mean, these guys that are getting in, Vladdy. So it looks like Chipper, Tommy, Vladdy, and Edgar. Those four. I, that's that's a good class, in my opinion. Do you um, think? Do you think um, Andrew's <coughs> getting the short end of the stick here, Andrew Jones? Yeah. 
I do. I think he's. We've seen this a few times. Um, like the one that blew me away a few years ago was Delgado. I don't know how he didn't get at least more than one year on the ballot. That guy was. That guy dominated the sport for ten years. He drove in a hundred runs every year, and somehow he didn't even get past one ballot. Yeah. I, I don't know how that. <clears throat> Um, Even if you take out the, what was it, five years with the Mets that he had, maybe? I think he was with the Mets for, uh, it was 06, 07, 08, and he got hurt in 09. With four the years. Team. They have him here at four years with the Mets. One year with the right. Marlins, 12 with the with the Blue Jays. If you just put the 12 years with the Blue Jays, the guy had 336 homers and almost 1,100 RBIs. His average dip with the Mets, but he was still an extremely productive player. He ended his career a two eighty hitter. Two eighty, four seventy three, and fifteen hundred RBIs. Like that, that it's, that's all fin numbers. To me it is. With the RBIs it is, but I mean like I, I you have to compare him to other people. I, to me, that's a Hall of Famer. But they were there was a stat that was a uh, yeah. Um it wasn't Andrew, like we said, but also Sheffield. Mm-hmm. Sheffield's at nine percent, nine point eight percent. So if he doesn't get a jump, he's not making it. Right. Oh, I think you need five percent to stay on, if I'm not mistaken. I thought it was ten, but maybe it's five. Because there's a line here on the page that says additional votes needed for five percent. So. Maybe it is 10. I'm not sure which it is. Um, well, here, under Johnny Damon, says, present needed to remain ballots. And Damon says he's eliminated. Damon's is eliminated. Oh, and so is Sheffield. And so is Andrew. Oh, no, but that's percent. That's percentage needed on remaining ballots to get in. Is it to get in, or is it to be left on the on the thing? No, that's to get in. Because, like, even Manny says eliminated... Manny's only is at twenty four percent. He's not going to drop off. Oh, okay. So, okay. So maybe it's five percent to get. I, it might be five. I, if you look at Sheffield's numbers compared to Vladdy, they're very similar. Sheffield ended with <laughs> what four hundred homers. Five hundred. He hit his five hundred with the Mets. Oh, that was right. I knew it was some number. But also, when you look at when you look at Vladdy, you look at that that arm, like right. He was what. Probably a, a minimum 10-time Gold Glover. I don't know how many Gold Glovers he actually won, but he was a very—he was a good outfielder, a solid outfielder with a great arm. I'm trying to find um, his gloves, his uh, awards. He never won a Gold Glove. I didn't think so. MVP. But he did win an MVP. Nine-time All-Star, eight-time Silver Slugger. He won an MVP with the Angels, yeah. His, um, yeah, right before they moved to Los Angeles. So, three guys right here, all on their sixth year, Bonds, Clemens, and Schilling, are all pretty much in the same area. They're all all in the, (coughs) excuse me, 65% area. With the the trends that it usually goes, where you go up a little bit each year, by their their eighth or ninth year, they could get in. Right. I, for some reason, I feel like Schilling's going to fall off based on everything that's been going on with him past, like, year and change. It's very possible, but his playoff numbers speak for themselves. Um, Doesn't count with the bloody sock. 
with a painted sock, Vincent. Oh, painted sock. Paint doesn't spread. <laughs> How do you know they didn't just repaint it between innings? Okay. You would have saw that. <laughs> You're telling me with the 800 cameras that they have there, nobody was able to pick up the one guy painting this guy's sock? Zero people. <laughs> um, I know we talked about the NBA earlier, but uh, the Knicks, Knicks beat the Nets. Danny, are they winning now? Danny's still here. Um, I <coughs> Daniel might have stepped away from his microphone. Um, that's okay. Uh, the Knicks. Oh, I'm on are... mute. My bad. <laughs> Oh, you pulled a bin. I'm right here. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, uh, the Knicks are currently them. losing 61-53 with uh, pretty much the whole third quarter left. So. so basically the second half. Yes. That was pretty funny, though. Danny just kind of had us. He pulled a bin. Yeah, I pulled a bin. What else I is lo- now? Uh, vanishing is good sometimes. It's good to just, you know, poof. Talk to yourself for like a good 20 minutes while we I yell for you. I <laughs> All the time. <laughs> Thankfully, it was only a minute, so that was cool. Right. Um, I was looking at Twitter, so I don't have the screen up. Twitter? Like, Why the hell are they not <laughs> listening to me? <laughs> what the hell is Twitter? Um, Twitter. So, are the Cavs going to go to the Eastern Conference Finals? Really, Ben? Mm-hmm. I, I want a serious answer, Daniel. Of course. Should we go their through their odds? Was it last oh, week where we I said it was the plus NBA. 300 for them I to win the M- I meant the NBA final. Sorry. I meant the of, NBA final. Of course. Boston will find a way to slump. I really hope somebody beats them. LeBron's played worse. Yeah. Hold on. Let's like, see. it's funny. Like, it's funny. Like, they were complaining that they're slumping. They're still, like, five games ahead of everybody in that division anyway. So it's like, who cares? So they're minus 270 to win the Eastern Conference. So basically 37 cents for every dollar you, you spend. And they're still plus 300. So $3 for every dollar you spend on the NBA Finals. I will tell you this. The Celtics are the only team that have that, like, maybe they could beat them. Yeah, they're the only team. But they'll find, unless Kyrie goes into that gear that we've all seen Kyrie go to, that's the only way that's going to happen. Because the Celtics are still young and stupid at times with that. Yo, the Knicks are, for every dollar, you get 95 for them to win the Eastern <laughs> Conference and 280 bucks for every dollar for them to win the finals. Yikes. I'm going to put $5 um, on both. So, these Pirate fans, this is a quick, <laughs> in, I'm just jumping in. Pirate fans came up with a great idea. Following the trade of Star Ranger McCutcheon, a petition has been started and signed by thousands of Pirates fans to have the team sold to an owner who actually cares about the city. Oh. Uh, join the club. Amen. <laughs> Trust us, Pittsburgh, it doesn't work. <laughs> Listen, I'm not even a Pirate fan, and that hurt. You, I don't know if you knew this. I, like, McCutcheon is probably my favorite player outside of the Mets. And it, uh, I, he's mine as well. Thanks. It just had to hurt. Like he's and he's such a good guy and everything. Think about and the week they had too. Like Sunday they lose to the Jaguars. Monday, yeah. Monday, Monday, McCutcheon's <laughs> fired. McCutcheon's traded. It's like and then they they signed Felipe Rivero to an extension. Like oh, it's all good. We signed our closer to an extension. 
Well, you're forgetting they traded Garrett Cole to the Astros. Right, and they okay, gave so Saturday, Saturday. So Saturday they traded Garrett Cole. Sunday they lost to the Jaguars. Monday, Monday, Monday they traded McCutcheon, and today they fired Todd Henley. I, Who cares Sam. about Todd Henley? Henley uh, right, uh, that's the uh, one thing that should be like, all right, all right, we can live with this one. Is Todd Henley getting a job somewhere? Of course. Yes. Some team's dumb enough to give it to him. And you know what that dumb team is? The Falcons. Somebody fired their, the, someone fired their offensive coordinator. Shockingly fired their offensive coordinator <laughs> today. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Speaking of the Jets, former Jet offensive coordinator, Brian Schottenheimer. Yeah. Brian got a job in Seattle, which uh, he's going to ruin Russell Wilson, so that'll it be fun. It doesn't matter anyway. If there's no offensive line, nothing's going to happen. Well, he's still going to ruin Russell Wilson, and I'll just laugh and smile from a distance. Without the offensive line, they're ruining Russell Wilson. The guy's going to also. Jimmy Graham is a free agent. Not like they use him very well, but he's a free agent this year. Does he get paid? Does he like? Um, I think he's not good anymore. Is he good enough to get paid? A team will be dumb enough to think that, and he'll get paid. J E T S Jets Jets Jets. They have Austin <laughs> Safarian Jenkins. And cap space up the wazoo because they draft 30 quarterbacks a year. Um, do we want to get into the draft and who <laughs> and who people are going to take? Let's see what the Walter Football account says for today's. Uh... Jimmy Graham caught 57 balls this year for 520 yards the... and 10 touchdowns. Okay, well. The top <laughs> 10 Cap space for next. Year. I didn't even know he caught ten touchdowns this year. Okay, well then somebody's gonna give him a job. There's no doubt about that. <clears throat> Hello. Yeah, I'm, we're here. Steven. Hello. I think Steven is dead. Yeah, he's not. He's not like calling me, man. Yeah, it's just you and me. That's weird. Okay, so uh, well, that's um. Thing. <laughs> Sorry about that. Technical difficulties. What the hell just happened? <laughs> Technical difficulties. So, top five okay. teams with salary cap for next year. Another day, another NBA fight. Wizards. Tim Fraser and Hornets. Mar- Michael Carter Williams tossed after brawl. Um, <laughs> awesome. Alrighty then. Anyway, top five teams with salary cap for next year. The Niners have $119 million available. Well, you got to remember they're going to pay Jimmy Garoppolo. Right, exactly. So they have $19 million of cap available. <laughs> <laughs> the Cleveland Browns have 112 Okay, so... The Colts have 80. 84 The Jets have 80 The Buccaneers have 65 The Browns are going to spend $85 million on Jimmy Graham. I can see it. Um, according to the draft, Walter Football has Barkley one, Rosen two, Bradley Chubb going to Indianapolis at three. Fitzpatrick, the cornerback, to Cleveland. So Cleveland's not taking a quarterback. I there's no there's no way they don't take a quarterback. Darnold to the Donald, Darnold to the Broncos. Jets Baker. are taking Baker. And the Packers take. Marcus Davenport. And this is the, he said the same, them picking the same guy for like a month now. Yeah. Um. I'm. 
completely changing the topic. Go for because it. Because I haven't spoken to Dan about this. Dan, what are your thoughts on Josh Harrison? Uh, I thought we did talk about it. Uh, obviously, he's better than what we would get. Um, it's laughable that the Mets want to get rid of someone less than Brandon Nimmo <laughs> at this rate. He has been an all star. Turning the cardboard cutout. He, he has been an all star or all star caliber player for the last couple years in a row. So it's kind of laughable for the Mets to even think that. Uh, for a fourth outfielder, maybe fifth outfielder, was the minute uh, Conforto comes back. So it's kind of crazy to me that this is. We're at that point with the Mets offseason with that. Uh, I, you mean, you mean, I don't know. The Mets are just they're when we we said is so bare it's crazy. Like, I would tr- try to give up uh, like a Selman or someone like that as well. I'm very much at the point where there's so much uncertainty and there's only two weeks left. Like oh, there's only a month left before pitchers and catchers report. That I'm just kind of waiting for something to happen because like. Oh yeah, it, it's a it's a very Moustak- simple market for the Mets still right sitting now. There. <laughs> Hos- Hosmer's sitting there. Mustakis is sitting there. No. Everybody's sitting there. There Literally. hasn't been one legit wow free agent move yet. That of the top five guys that are the market. All the pitchers, Arietta, and all the other pitchers are on the market as well. Most of the time, this doesn't work this way. And I know I went off about the human cardboard cutout and Brandon Nimmo. Last year he had 215 at bats. Nimmo. If you yes, if you multiply his numbers by three, which would be a 600 bat at bat season, it works out to 15 homers, 63 RBIs, and a 260 average. That's not awful. For that's a fourth, not awful, but but he's not going to get the playing fourth. time. Though. Right, he'd be a fourth outfielder. So that's right. A, so those you, are good numbers for a fourth outfielder. So you're looking at about the same amount of at bats. He's going to get on base. I mean, a 260 average is not terrible, and he showed a little bit of power. It's just I don't think <clears throat> when you could trade for a legit leadoff hitter second baseman like with some power, I, I don't think you could pass it up. For well, he's going to have – him and the guys are going to have a big month of – need to have a big month of April slash yeah. big spring training because apparently Conforto's not coming back until May. So. Which I, I was kind of expecting that. Oh, I was expecting that too. So, like, the, one of them has to take the job and run, and then we'll see what happens. Right. I'm fine with I also don't mind the Adrian Gonzalez move originally, but I'm kind of concerned that they're expecting him to become the starting first baseman and but move Dom to back to Vegas. So... I really praying that Dom decides to have a good spring and gets makes the team at right out of the camp because honestly, a lot lots lots riding on him. Obviously, him being a first round draft pick. Imagine with obviously what Nimmo was supposed to be, what he's turning out to be, and then Dom Smith. Their draft class, Stanley's draft classes have been meh at best, other than Comforto, which was pretty much a can't miss. Um. I'm I'm with you on Dom just because I, I I'm kind of I'm going both ways on this because if there if this is gonna be a thing where like no matter how he plays he's going to AAA then obviously I'm annoyed that then it's dumb this was pointless but yes. like if this is just they're thinking probably they have that much faith in Adrian Gonzalez if Dom can't beat out a 35 year old first baseman with a bed back. Then he deserves to go back to AAA. I mean, that's that's just the, the way. Oh the yeah. Work. The the other thing I'm looking at is, you know, 
Trade Dom, trade trade Brendan for Harrison. What? Let Adrian play. <laughs> Where's Julio Franco to be the backup first baseman? Because I'm you know. Dom for Harrison. <laughs> Dom and Nimmo. And they're going to be back in three years anyway. It makes no difference when they can't afford them. We could just re-sign them in three years. Maybe we'll have an owner who's willing to spend money by then. Yeah, I'm going to say you We're never. <laughs> the ownership is never leading. Okay, well, maybe he'll be willing to spend some money. Did you see the? there was like a, a Twitter joke of that Sandy went away, so Omar was the one spending the money? Yes. When they, <laughs> they, when, no, that was when Adrian Gonzalez signed. All right. They made I, a racial joke out of it. I wouldn't well, be surprised. I wasn't. I know you weren't, yeah, but I saw that tweet too. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I sent it to the group chat. Oh, what um, evs. It's just, it, like I said, there's so much uncertainty at this point that I'm not, I don't like what I see so far. But <clears throat> and I could very much just see this end up where Brandon Nimmo and Juan Lagares are playing center field for a month. And Adrian Gonzalez plays every day, and Jose Reyes is a second baseman, and I'm just... It's oh, yeah, Jose Reyes is going to be a Met. He, it's, it's already established. They it's FaceTimed during <laughs> running drills, Vin. Well, that's what I'm... I, <clears throat> even if he's, he's wearing Met gear every day. He's, right. He, he, even, if, even if he isn't a Met, it's going to be like when Cabby gets hurt for a month in June, they'll sign him. Like it's He's just waiting for something to happen. Yeah. It's going to be the Mets or no one. Right, they might as well just sign him. And like Steven, I was imagine? talking. We were talking to Steven, like figuring out the bench. But now that Dom's not going to be here, that's one more bench spot. He might as they need him and just fill it in. And it's not like it I, matters. I, I, like, just I bring wish, him in here I and wish, let him be the run. I wish they gave Flores more of a shot. I I, I think you're past like giving him more of a shot. You're past. I think it. he 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 had a chance. He had too many he, chances. Every year David gets hurt, he's the guy who gets the chance, and he just hasn't been, like, consistently successful at it. His defense is just terrible. Right, like, his bat two years ago, when they were on the playoff run, his bat at that point was really good, and then he got sick, and then he just couldn't hit the ball if his life depended on it. Here's the thing, and I'll tell you the exact... I think if you're able to split it up, with him batting lefties, he's obviously one of the better... Left uh, righties against lefties. I would just try to find a, a capable platoon with that. Here is the reason um, he's not getting a chance. He had a three oh seven on base percentage last year. Well, that's not good. I know, but that's it. He, he last year he hit uh, two seventy one with eighteen homers and fifty two RBIs in three hundred thirty six at bats. That's a very good season for a bench player, but he doesn't get on base enough for them. He had a 795 OPS. Like, that's a very valuable bench bat. But that's what he's going to be. He's going to be Adrian Gonzalez's platoon at first base. You know, maybe play some games at second and third when he days off. I, that's just how it's going to be. Right. So he's hitting, now, he's hitting out 15 homers, more than 15 homers three years in a row. He's got power, obviously. And that's all in about half seasons, roughly. Yeah, because he can't stay healthy as well. Well, that's the other thing. The same thing with Lagares too. If he can, if he can just stay on the field, we just need Lagares to bat two fifty, and then he'll be very, very respectable. And with his glove coming in late to, into can games, we just it would be that perfect. We, we have a manager that may not like you know. Only play Lagares versus lefties, and only play Cafardo versus righties. Like they're gonna, one of them's playing every day. 
I like this manager, to be honest. <laughs> he doesn't like, even, I, you hated Terry Collins. That's why you like this manager. I, I literally... I, no, if Conforto's healthy and he's not starting every day, that the coach should be fired. You could take the cardboard cutout that looks like Brandon Nimmo and put it in the manager spot, and I would like it more than Terry Collins. It's it's. I was at that point. So, yeah. Look, and who you know who else likes Mickey Calloway? Jay Bruce. So if Jay likes him, I like him. Nah, it's just going to be about pitching again. If they stay healthy, we'll be in the mix like always. Right. That's it. That's, uh, that's all it's about, it's about. But if Rafael Montero has to make 15 starts again, then uh, it's going to be a long summer. I'm interested to see who's going to lose the fifth spot and who they're going to put in the bullpen. Um, I th- I'm... Yeah, do you think Kesselman and Lugo both make the roster? You would have, you would think, right? At this moment, Lugo. they're both going to make assume, the roster. Yeah, at this as, moment, but I would assume Lugo. Guys, as bullpen guys, though, I think Lugo could find a way to start over Wheeler. Or I personally, I, I think I'd Wheeler's like going Lugo. to the pen. I could see Wheeler I, in the pen. I, I would prefer Wheeler in the pen because you know the bursts. Mm, I think Harvey's the guy for the pen, personally. It will be very, very interesting to see, but we have a month to even. Yeah, start it's crazy about to think that. We're gonna just have get this us, get we have a month till we bring Bartolo Colon back too, so we're gonna have to worry it's about just, him. It's just, it's just hockey and basketball just have to hold us over to that and the Super Bowl. Literally, clearly, we have to like a week between like spring training and so World Series. I mean, the Super Bowl, which is perfect. Right, it's what is it like the I think the first pitchers and catchers is like the usually uh, the twelfth. Well, it's it's starting early this year because the Mets start a couple week last week in March this year. Right, but usually pitchers and catchers is like um, the fifteenth, sixteenth, yeah, yeah. like Valentine's Day usually. My favorite time of the year. Yeah, everybody. I was looking. I'm looking at the thing. Pretty much everybody's first workout is either the fourteenth or the fifteenth. Like, um, well, team so team the nineteenth, twentieth, but yeah, the first pitchers and catcher workout is like usually the fourteenth. So, yeah. So with that being said, um, we're actually going to take next week off uh, because next week is boring in the sports world. There's well, you don't want to talk about the Pro Bowl. If you want to have your own private episode, then and no, I'm, I was I was joking. I'm not Devonte Adams Pro Bowl. Excuse me, unless Haha and Landon are taking pictures together in the jerseys, I don't want anything to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> We're still looking for those jerseys from last year, Ben. They both had pretty crappy seasons this year, to be honest. Landon made the Colin, Pro Bowl team. No. Collins Colin, had a good Land, year. Landon had a good year other than the interceptions. Well, obviously. Interceptions for That's ca- for come him. and go. He still got over 100 tackles, so. Yeah. He had a good year. So I blame I blame Dom. The rest of the team didn't have a good year. He had a good year though. Um. So we're gonna be back in two weeks. We're actually gonna do our Super Bowl special in two weeks. Uh, we're in talks with the Weissman and I show again. Of course, Joe, like last year. Uh, we're trying to figure out the date. Vin is a maybe, maybe not. We'll see what happens. Um. But this year we're gonna do a little something different. Last year we did it live. This year we're gonna be we're gonna try and figure something out to see if we could do it live. But it may be like a Google Hangout type of live show where people can interact with us. Um, but we're also going to raise some money. Um, 
for a coworker of mine, her son, when, who's eight now, and when he was five, he had, I'm not even going to try and pronounce it. Um, he had cancer. A rare form of liver cancer. Yeah, there you go. That's what That's we're going what we're with. we're going with it. A rare form of liver <laughs> yeah, cancer. Yeah, I don't know why you gave yourself out. I thought we agreed that you were going to say that. Uh, but... <laughs> no, 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 because it's a, it, if you want to know what it is, just reach out to us. We'll, I'll send you the spelling of it. It, it starts with hypo. <laughs> <laughs> so, Nicholas is, of course, knock on wood, healthy now, always being checked out. Um, went through a lot of a lot of stuff for it. Um, I'm actually going to have a little segment with him as well for the episode that I'm going to record prior to us actually doing the show. So we'll add that in after. So if you listen to us live, we'll have his uh, his piece on there. Then, um, so we'll have all that. He'll give us a little Super Bowl preview of his own also for that because he does play football now. Um, yeah, he's a football guy. Yeah, he's a football guy. So we definitely want to talk about that. Also, huge news uh, announced today. We actually kind of knew about it yesterday. Is the second annual Landon Collins versus Brandon Jacobs softball event has been announced for Saturday, June 9th. Uh, it's going to be up in the Palisades. Of course, follow us and follow our good friend, uh, License Plate Guy. So we'll definitely get some more information as time comes closer. Of course, we'll definitely be represented there as well. Um, hopefully, do something cool like we did last year. Probably, maybe even better than last year. We'll figure something out. Plenty of time because that is. What is it? Five months away? Yeah, something like that. Just like about five, five months away. So, with that being said, uh, Weissman and I show, Sarasso uh, and the Beer, Jay's Week in Wrestling. I know he's Jay's going to have up. something big, I would assume, with Rob. 25th anniversary of uh, Raw. Raw and that. Yeah. And Rumble, if I didn't have sure. a doctor's appointment on the 22nd, I probably would have went. You know, I was looking at going, and then I heard that they're doing two hours at the Barclays Center and then two hours at Manhattan Center, where all the older guys, an hour at the Manhattan Center, where all the older guys are going to be at the Manhattan Center. So I'm like, it kind of defeats the purpose to go to the Barclays Center. If That sounds extremely complicated. Right. They said they're going to be some guys who are going to, like, mix and match in a way. Like, they'll have... Yeah, I'm sure they'll mix and match, because that would be dumb for having it even at the Barclays Center, if that was the case. Right, so with that being said, um, all of that fun stuff is next week. Also, Royal Rumble's coming up, so I'm sure he's going to have a big show coming up. Um, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Instagram. SMDblog.com, uh, also SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher, and all other podcast apps as well. So, with that being said, any final thoughts, boys? No, enjoy your NFC and AFC championship game. Yes. Um, should be a good weekend of football, and hopefully the Patriots lose. We'll see you guys in two weeks. <laughs>